Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, the 11th of November, and finally, finally we're here, the US election, and nobody knows quite what to do this morning. Our market was up 115 yesterday, thanks to the RBA. Looks like interest rates are on hold at 0.1% for the next three years, seems to be the conclusion. Estate agents pop those champagne corks. But on the US front, they had their market up 555 points. That followed a 400-point rise yesterday. But our futures this morning, having risen so far yesterday, we're only up four. And our market opened up 12, is now up five. Really just sitting there wondering what to do. The US election results, everybody's watching Florida. Florida apparently count quickly and being one of the battleground states, if there's a clear Biden win there, the feeling is that will indicate the overall result. Obviously, the worst result for the stock market is if there is a contested result which ends up in court, can run for a couple of months, can run into next year. And if we get a lame duck, as they call it, period, with no clear president, that is likely to be, according to the Washington Post, very damaging for growth. Basically, companies don't make decisions unless they have political clarity. So trying to avoid that, let's see if we get a clear result. But the immediate feeling is that if we do get one, and if the Democrats get control of the Senate as well, they will move on not a $3 trillion stimulus bill, but a $5 trillion coronavirus relief bill and infrastructure bill. Anyway, exciting stuff. All eyes on the US. Let's watch this soap opera play out and see if Mr. Trump gets fired. One of the consequences of the RBA announcing an interest rate cut and $100 billion worth of quantitative easing yesterday, you would have thought would be the Aussie dollar falling over. It was just above 70 cents when the RBA met. And can you believe it? And you may not think this is a big move, but this is a massive move in 24 hours. It is now just touching on 72 cents. In 24 hours, it's up two cents. Now, the reason for that is not an Aussie dollar thing. It is to do with the suggestion that a Biden win, because the Aussie dollar is a bit of a barometer, or the US dollar is a bit of a barometer of the election result. But the idea is that a Biden win will lead to dollar negative policies from Biden, things like tax cuts being reversed, and a stimulus bill that floods the market with money and keeps interest rates down, which is not good news for the US dollar. So the Aussie dollar going up on the back of all that at the moment. Maybe if Biden does get in, we'll see that even higher, but clearly on the implications for the US dollar rather than the implications for the Aussie dollar. You might also expect if Biden gets in more economic optimism, perhaps he'll take the virus more seriously. He almost certainly will. Well, you couldn't take it less seriously at the moment, could you? Could they? And that might be read positively for growth. And you'll see the US bond market also ticking up a little bit in anticipation. So we are sitting here today waiting for the US to give us our next direction. Whilst we sit there, virus news obviously isn't good. I have charts of the case numbers in the strategy piece today. And I've got the battleground states in the US. This is not the chart that Trump's campaign manager would have hoped for on election day, I can tell you. 
case numbers ripping up in all these battlefield states. And in London, or rather the UK, a horrific development. They've closed the golf courses in London. Sorry, in the UK. Sorry, my friend's in London. He's complaining about London. And Europe is trialing mass testing. Apparently, they're going to test entire cities in their attempts to get on top of things. And lockdown restrictions are intensifying everywhere in Europe. Same old story. It really is at odds with Australia. The Australian market surely should be outperforming. Interest rates on hold for three years. RBA have declared themselves ready to do more if necessary. They are playing kumbaya with the government on fiscal policy, backing up the government's budget. That's led to GDP upgrades. We also have what I hate to say is probably globally exceptional containment of the virus. A GDP rebound forecast for next year, improving economic optimism down under. And here we have the rest of the world dropping into a viral hole. So we should outperform, but I think it's realistic to suggest we will not escape the Northern Hemisphere's economic prospects, which are deteriorating in our market. We'll never escape the market trend and the sentiment which is set daily by the US and the European markets. So whilst things are quite rosy here on a relative basis, it is all eyes on the election still. Now on the diary, we've got plenty going on this week apart from the election. We've got the FOMC meeting, US Central Bank meeting decision early on Friday morning our time. We've got US jobs numbers Friday night our time. Although I dare say our focus will probably be on whether there's an election result or not. We have the continuing US results season. 70% of the S&P 500 have reported now. We also have the bank sector results season in Australia and the NAB results are tomorrow. Macquarie results are on Friday and CBA has first quarter results next week. Meanwhile, Woolworths had some okay sales numbers today, share price up a little bit. Domino's had an AGM today, hasn't really moved the price either. And Goldman Sachs have have declared QBE a potential winner out of the Biden win. I've got a paragraph about that. They're, They're only telling us what we already know. If US bond yields go up, which they should if Biden wins, then QBE has billions of dollars deposited in US Treasury bonds and a rise in bond yields is as good as a profit upgrade. So they're suggesting you buy QBE for a Biden win. The chart is horrible, but I can tell you the brokers think it is hugely undervalued with the average target price 32.7% above the current share price. Anyway, you can read that in the strategy piece. Also, I've published again the growth portfolio today. We had a great day yesterday outperforming a huge rise in the market. So happy with that. And today I see the banks are drifting whilst the rest of the market goes up. So outperforming again today. I also highlight today A2 Milk, which isn't enjoying the news from Bubs, which is their quarterly sales number yesterday was pretty horrific. A2 Milk and Treasury Wine Estates are two stocks we bought as plays on an improving trade situation with China, which might come with a Biden victory. So we're still holding those. There's in fact a bit of a bottom on A2 Milk on MACD and it's heavily oversold. Now, whilst I fill the time today or rather fill the strategy section today, have a look there for all the charts and broker stuff and numbers on the travel sector, which has come alive in Australia. We should hear about, forgive me if we've already heard about the opening of the New South Wales-Victoria border. And after a bit of a correction, Webjet Flight Centre, Corporate Travel. Henry had lunch with the CEO of Corporate Travel yesterday and is happy to be a whole 
shoulder. Sydney, Qantas all rallied hard yesterday and they're all doing well today as well. But if you look at the charts, they're still heavily oversold and broker research says that as well, that they are undervalued. So happy to hold those. The problem is with the Northern Hemisphere travel situation, it may be a slow burn improvement rather than a rocket improvement. But either way, we are buying near the bottom rather than at the top. Similar thing on the energy sector. I've written that up in the strategy piece today. Have a look at that. I've got a chart of the energy sector relative to the oil price. And the clear message is the sector is obviously highly correlated to the oil price. And you'll see in the strategy piece the broker target prices on all the energy stocks are significantly above the current share prices. Woodside by 27%. So brokers saying Woodside's 27% undervalued. Santos, 21%. Origin, 32%. Oil Search, 27%. Beach Petroleum, 31%. Wally's, 17%, which is all a function not of the stocks being undervalued. It's a function of all the brokers have got too high an oil price factored into their forecasts at the moment. And day to day, if you're going to time the bottom of this, you have to time the oil price. The best way to do that is charts. And if they're backed up by some fundamental change, then you might decide to jump in. At some point, there's going to be a great recovery sector. Have a look at that in the strategy piece. I've also got ahead of the results and post results, post results from Westpac and ANZ. I've got the research in the strategy piece today. Both stocks 12% undervalued according to brokers, although that might look good. A month or two ago, they were 20 to 25% undervalued. So they've, they've had a bit of a rally. Banks are supposed to do well if there's a clear election result and a huge stimulus bill. Printing money is great for investment banks. Whether that translates to our banks, I don't know. And I've got the broker stuff for NAB, Macquarie and Commonwealth Bank in there as well. Uh, technical observations today. A few there. Seek a sell signal. They've obviously been targeted by shorters suspended themselves or rather went into a trading halt for a while and have come back and moved from overbought to oversold in a blink. That's a bit of a bottom left to top right chart. You might look to buy Seek on the weakness. It's a question of timing it though. Broker research isn't that exciting. Hub 24, also a sell signal after a fabulous rally and Beacon Lighting, still in a good long-term uptrend, has just moved from top to bottom of the trading range. That's one of the big beneficiaries of the online research retail browsing that's gone on in COVID. Brokers are keen. The brokers that cover it have target prices 27% and 22% above the current share price. That's Beacon Lighting, BLX. And a few buy signals as well. One in Brambles, but that's a horrible chart. But the brokers like it. Average target price 21% above. And there are a couple of other technical signals in there as well. Right, as I leave you, our market's still undecided. All the banks down, market up three. Dow futures accelerating up. When I looked at them a couple of minutes ago, they were up 30. They're now up 170. So maybe a result is on its way. Let's hope so. You have a fabulous day and I'll speak to you tomorrow.